0: Welcome and uh, good morning and it's a great day for us to be together and to worship together. I'm Pastor Rafe Vigil here at New Horizon and we're we're glad to share together during this wonderful Advent season as we anticipate and wait for the coming of, of Christ and the wonderful celebrations of Christmas. But in this season we are waiting, we're watching, we're expecting, and the word is being proclaimed and we've come together to share that today. Also, in today's uh, time of worship, we'll be sharing in our Holy uh, Communion. Uh, if you're engaging with us um, via uh, all of our online platforms, I encourage you to uh, get some elements, uh, bread, a uh, juice, um, and have them with you, and we will share them together as we share in Holy Communion this day. So let us uh, enter into worship with uh, prayer and praise and come before our God and, uh, and just lift our God up in Jesus' name. Let's sing together. Let's pray together. I was glad when they said unto me, come let us go into the house of the Lord. It is a great place to be around God's people. Is that amen? Amen. Are you looking for a good time this morning? But well, Father God, we thank you, God, for who you are, and we thank you for waking us up, Lord. So many went to sleep, did not wake up. But today we are thankful, Lord, that we get another chance to praise you and to give you all the glory that belongs to you. Bless us in this experience right now, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, amen. Amen. Won't you please rise? be seated <clears throat> each Sunday we always talk about the pegs of the the stakes in which are we stand and claim our faith and live together in a community of, of faith and that peg is those pegs are pray engage give and serve and uh, encourage you to uh, uh, participate in each one of those I certainly want to encourage you as you come towards the end of the year and you're thinking about your uh, end of year giving and and how you respond toward the end of the year encourage you to remember your church and the church community and the mission and ministry that we're a part of here um, every sunday as or uh, uh, every week um you of course you can do your giving online and uh, those who are here on site there are baskets here that are available for you also want to remind you of one of the ways that uh, we are giving and serving in our community is through these little angel trees. I think it was put up here to remind me because, you know, Pastor Ray forgets a lot of things. Um, but uh, the, the angel tree is our collection of gifts for uh, children who might find themselves in situations that they just need a little extra joy at Christmas. And so we're asking that you get um, gift cards uh, in the denomination of uh, $25. And uh, the gift cards come from where? Target and Walmart. I knew somebody knew the answers that I don't know. Uh, Target and Walmart gift cards for $25 and get them back this week. They need to come back in this week before next weekend. And they will go out. We'll be working in partnership with the Florida United Methodist Children's Home and our foster care uh, program here and uh, some of our other uh, ministries that we're in connection with here to make sure that children receive those wonderful gifts of those gift cards. Uh, Let us uh, continue in worship as we bow together in prayer, and Pastor uh, Peyton is going to come and lead us in prayer.
1: Good morning. Let's bow our hearts. I'm going to begin today with some words from Ted Loder from Gorillas of Grace. God of all seasons and senses, grant us the sense of your timing to submit gracefully and rejoice quietly in the turn of the seasons. In this season of short days and long nights of gray and white and cold, maybe not cold, teach us the lessons of endings. Children growing, friends leaving, loved ones dying, grieving over grudges, blaming over, excuses over, oh God, grant us the sense of your timing. In this season of short days and long nights of gray and white and cold, teach us the lessons of beginnings that such waitings and endings may be the starting place, a planting of seeds which bring to birth what is ready to be born, something right and just and different, a new song, a deeper relationship, a fuller love in the fullness of your time. Oh God, grant us the sense of your timing. Father, hear the prayers of our hearts, place your hand in our world and around us and hold us so much breaks our hearts each and every day in our community in our state and our nation father let us see you at every turn as we wait and prepare for the birth of Jesus we wait for the day that that we celebrate Christmas let us see his birth in this world as the newness of life in this world and new beginnings let us celebrate this birth again and again and again as we see the presence that you place among us each and every day Lord let us see your timing let us wait in your ways and hear us as we pray together the way you taught Jesus to pray our Father (音楽) Thank you.
0: today is actually some beautiful poetry um, that is in the very beginning of the Gospel of Luke and this is kind of the beginning of the John the Baptist story but it's shared with us the, the words are um, uh, accredited to uh, Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist as he shares these words in Luke chapter 1 beginning at verse 68 bless the Lord God of Israel, because he has come to help and has delivered his people. He has raised up a mighty savior for us in his servant David's house, just as he said through the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. He has brought salvation from our enemies and from the power of all those who hate us. He has shown the mercy promised our ancestors and remembered his holy covenant, the solemn pledge he made to our ancestor Abraham. He has granted that we should be rescued, rescued from the power of our enemies, so that we could serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness, in God's eyes, for as long as we live. You, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare His way. You will tell His people how to be saved through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of our God's deep compassion, the dawn from heaven will break upon us to give light to those who are sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide us on the path of peace. Amen and amen. O Lord, too often we sit in darkness. We need your light. We need your compassion. All too often we seem to be surrounded by the shadow of chaos and death. Let your presence and let your power fill us be present with us. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Amen. And amen. You know, we uh, we think of this wonderful time of the year as like this joyous, you know, great time, and uh, we hear all the you know jingly songs on the radio, and uh, and we're singing about you know Winter Wonderland, which we don't get in South Florida, right? You know, we don't understand that thing. It just doesn't make sense to us. Or, you know, songs like Let It Snow and Jingle Bells and all that kind of stuff. And they're the joyous songs. But the real songs of this season, of this Advent season, are the carols and the hymns, right? And here's something that I recognize. They're all dark. They're all dark. They're not all jingly and lights and beautiful stuff. They are dark songs. They carry with this this this, this revelation of our, of our sin, of our brokenness, of our mess that we're in. These songs and these carols. I know we like the joyous uh, cards and songs and carols. But O Holy Night has these words. Long lay the world in sin and error, pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Only the world, it, we lay in our sin, we lay in our, our error, we lay in our brokenness, we lay in our darkness, we, we, we lay in all that, that shame and guilt and everything, and we cry out to God. That's where this song is born out of. This, our condition is like that. God rest you, Mary gentlemen, goes like this. To save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. We are caught by Satan's power. We've gone astray. We're a mess. We are an absolute mess. There's, these carols are dark and gloomy. And there's this brokenness about them. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconcile. That's you and me, folks. Sinners. That's what this story is about. It's about these broken, messy, messed up sinners and these people that are just a mess. O come, O come, Emmanuel. We, we sang a bit of that a little bit ago. Uh, there's a lot of verses to that one, and one of the verses goes like this. O come, O rod of Jesse, stem, from every foe deliver them. There's foes, there's enemies, there's division, there's dissension. There's divisiveness. Oh, yes, there is. There are enemies and wars and bickering and bitterness and fighting that goes on. This is our condition. And this is the carols sing about this kind of stuff our brokenness. And this is what Jesus is born into. This is what John the Baptist will be proclaiming. He says, This is where you're at, folks. And so. The word of the prophet, like John the Baptist, is like repent. You got to, you know, turn away from all of this ugly stuff. Jesus was born and came after all of the prophets, after all of these folks who had come with these words of repent, 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 repent. They came like, you know, this cloud of witnesses around us. In fact, you know, the book of Hebrews starts out like that. It starts out saying, like, you know, saying, you know, God in the past has spoken the word of. Uh, of repent and change your lives through prophets and through the ages and through all of these folks. But in these last days, God had to get a little more perfect and more present. And God jumped into the pool with us, jumped into the mess. And that's what Jesus is God jumping into our mess, into our darkness, into all these dark carols that we sing. God in flesh, you know, God gets personal jumps into the water while we're drowning. God will stop at no lengths in order to rescue us because we need to be rescued. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. hailed the incarnate deity. Incarnate, God with us, God present, God getting personal, God getting here and being fleshy with us because, let's face it, we need to be rescued. We need to be rescued. And so in our need to be rescued, the first voice we hear is John the Baptist who comes saying, okay, you're a bunch of sinners and you're all messed up and you got a mess here and you need to be rescued. Come and show some sign like baptism that you're going to turn your life around. And John the Baptist himself was a, an act of rescue of God, rescuing Zechariah and Elizabeth. These are the mother and father of John the Baptist. And the words in the scripture are from Zechariah as he shares this beautiful poetry of our need to be rescued and God rescuing and, and his child being a blessing because he will prepare the way. The story of uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth is that uh, Zechariah was a, a priest and, um, and they had, the two had been together for years and years and they had, had no children. They were like a Sarah and Abraham story. From the, from the book of Genesis, you know, they were too old to have children. And when God said to Abraham and Sarah, you're going to have children, Sarah kind of laughed, ha, 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 ha. And God said, oh, you're going to name your child Laughter, you know. And God, God got it, you know, got them back. You know. So Zechariah and Elizabeth find themselves in the same situation. They're without blessing. They are without hope. They are without a child. A, a child is, was critical in that era, in that culture. And so they were lost. They were broken. And Zechariah is doing his job as a priest in the temple. He kind of decorated things and got things ready and got things all set up. It was his turn as the priest to do that. And he heard God's word saying, you know, you're going to have a child. In your old age, you and your wife are going to have a child. And Zechariah's response was, that's not possible. And God says, okay, so you don't speak for me, and made Zechariah mute. Made him mute. No children, late in life, and now he can't talk. Life's a mess sometimes. Life's a mess sometimes. And so into this, John is born. Zechariah is mute throughout the entire pregnancy. And he cannot speak. But John is born, and and here's the rescue for Zechariah and Elizabeth. They are they are now parents, they now have family, they now have this joy, but they also recognize that this childless family that now has a child that's been rescued, that this child has a purpose. They have been rescued for a purpose, and that purpose is for this child to prepare the way for the Lord who is going to come. And Zechariah recognizes that this role is a blessing. To raise the child that will prepare the way of the Lord is a blessing And so we have this poetry in Scripture from the mouth of Zechariah. It's called the Benedictus, the blessed. It is a blessing that we would be rescued, that we would be rescued, but rescued for a purpose, because Zechariah says that we would be rescued so that we could serve. Rescued, rescued. We love a good rescue story, don't we? We love to hear stories about being rescued. We, we love a good rescue story. In fact, we love a good rescue story so much if you've got a good rescue story, tell Hollywood, they'll make a movie out of it because people love the rescue story. You've seen Dunkirk, the movie Dunkirk? You know, a rescue story of folks in their little tiny fishing boats and their personal boats going across the English Channel to rescue trapped soldiers. Or maybe you like the rescue story of Apollo 13, right? Or our national treasures, our astronauts being caught into space with a limping, broken ship and bringing them back home, Apollo 13. Or maybe those action ones like Raid on Entebbe, a rescue story. They've got to make a movie real soon about the rescue of the soccer team in Thailand, you know, the Thailand soccer team that got caught and trapped in the caves when the water came up, and they rescued them by These expert scuba divers that brought them out and everybody got out okay. We love a good rescue story. The miracle on the Hudson, right? The miracle on the Hudson, rescuing all the people from a plane crash in the middle of an icy river. Or maybe the story of the Chilean miners caught your attention. The Chilean miners that were trapped for 68 days underground. Or how about this one? Here's a throwback rescue story for you. Baby Jessica. Baby Jessica, barely a toddler, and falls into a well, and is there for two and a half days, and rescued and lifted out. Or maybe you like the rescue story of Jesus Garcia. Jesus, he's got the same name as our Savior, Jesus. Jesus Garcia. I don't know, some of you are just going like, who in the world is Jesus Garcia? Well, of course, he's a train railroad guy who was a brakeman. You know, those guys save people all the time. Jesus Garcia was a brakeman on a train that had pulled into a fairly large town. And uh, the train was sitting there, and uh, all of a sudden people came running in to tell him, we've got to run, we've got to get away because one of the train cars is on fire. And a train car was on fire. The roof of the train car had caught on fire. But Jesus recognized very quickly that it was the train car uh, carrying explosive construction materials. There was dynamite and other construction materials in that car and in other cars. And when one car began to blow up, it would create a chain reaction and literally blow up an entire city. And so what does a brake man do when he knows this problem? Well, of course, he does what he can do. He releases the brakes knowing that the train was on an incline as it came into the station in the middle of this well-populated town. He released the brakes, and the train began to roll back out of town and downhill until it rolled more than a half a mile, a mile away. And then it exploded where very few people lost their lives, but one was Jesus Garcia. We love a good rescue story. We love it when lives are saved. We love a rescue story. God has granted that we should be rescued. God has purposed it that we should be rescued, that we should be lifted from our darkness, that we should be lifted from our brokenness, that we should be lifted from that sin and error that causes us to cry out and to pine for a Savior. God has granted that we should be rescued, and Jesus is that Savior for us. Jesus rescues us. And folks, we love a good rescue story. We love a good rescue story. Jesus pulls us from our pit. Jesus puts out the evil fires burning in our soul. Jesus brings us home when we are lost. Jesus frees us from our cave, from our entrapment, from the bottom of the well that we're stuck in. Jesus is so much more than a Santa Claus who gives us a gift that we don't deserve. And folks, that's what grace is. Grace is a gift that we don't deserve. But Jesus is so much more than just giving us a gift. Jesus rescues. And as we know from our Christmas carols and the scriptures, we need to be rescued. We need to be rescued. We we need to be rescued from the chaos that we can't control. COVID and our situation, our context has certainly created some chaos. There's division and brokenness. There's discord. There's chaos in our economics and in our, our work uh, lives. There's insecurities. People are divided and there's division and there's debate over what's right and what's wrong and we have to be rescued from our chaos. We need to be rescued from the mess that we've made in our own lives, right? The decisions that we've made that have caused brokenness and hurt and shame in our own lives. We need to be rescued from the things that we've done or maybe the things that we've left undone. We need to be rescued from the mess others have caused because of something they've done that have impacted our lives. And it's created a mess. We need to be rescued from our bitterness and from our brokenness and from our shame and from our guilt. We need to be rescued from our hubris. There's a big word, Pastor Rafe. That's the, uh, I've got this attitude, you know. I've got it all under control. I can be my own God. We need to be rescued from our fear, from our paralyzing fear that holds us back. And into this mess, into this chaos and mess and brokenness and fear and shame and guilt, into this messy, murky pool, Jesus jumps in to save us, to rescue us from our drowning. Jesus jumps in, God jumping in with us, Emmanuel. God jumping in with us, the the flesh that becomes incarnate. And Jesus rescues. We love a good rescue story because we need to be rescued. And we're rescued for a purpose. We're rescued so that we can serve. We're rescued so that we can honor the rescuer. Good rescue story, great movie, Saving Private Ryan. The whole movie is about a rescue, isn't it? The whole story is about a rescue. It's about a a group of, of soldiers who are tasked with rescuing one guy in the middle of World War II, finding one guy, a needle in a haystack, finding this guy, Ryan, to rescue him so that Ryan can go and rescue his grieving mother, grieving over the loss and the death of her other sons. And so the whole story is about rescuing this guy named Ryan, and along the way, People lose their lives trying to rescue Ryan. And of course, it's Hollywood, so there's a final battle scene, and there's a war going on, and people dying so that Ryan can live. And the commander of this little group, in his last words, is looking at Ryan saying, make this worth it. How do we honor the rescuer? How do we honor the one who jumped into the mess Jumped into our mess for us. Well, the hymns tell us. A hymn with a very dark title. In the bleak midwinter. In the bleak midwinter. How do you have a Christmas carol called in the bleak midwinter? In the bleakness of our darkness. In the bleakness of the most depressed part of our lives. And the hymn says like this. In the middle of all this, the hymn says... If I were a shepherd, I would bring him a a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? I give him my heart. What does it look like for you to give your whole heart to Jesus? What does it look like for you to be rescued and to give your whole heart to Jesus? You are rescued. We are rescued so that there's a purpose. So that what? We get to have another holiday and parties and decorations and shopping and play Santa? We are rescued to serve Him. To serve Him. As we come around this table of Holy Communion, as we share in the elements, this is the activity of Jesus rescuing. This is the body and the blood of Jesus, the fleshy Jesus, jumping into our messy, sooty pool of sewage and lifting us from it and rescuing us from it. This is Jesus jumping into our mess so that we are rescued. So that we are lifted out. So that our hearts are changed because we are rescued. And so we come around this table of communion, of community, to connect with God, to connect with the Rescuer who lifts us up. So that we may raise up and serve Him forever. Amen. And amen. As we uh, come to this time of prayer, I invite you to uh, bow your hearts with me as we uh, share together in a prayer of thanksgiving over this time of Holy Communion. Lord, you have um, rescued us. You have jumped into our lives in the flesh of Jesus Christ to rescue and to lift us. You have sent us uh, prophets from the days of old to to say, hey, you're a mess. Turn and, and turn towards Jesus. You've sent us friends and family that have said the same message. Repent and turn. But Lord, you have sent your one and only Son to rescue us. To rescue us. And and in this bread and drink, Lord, may we feel the power, the power of the grace that lifts us from our mess, that washes away our dirty, broken sin, that gives us a glimpse of what it is to live without bitterness and guilt and shame. Oh, Lord, as we come around this table... We recognize that this bread, this bread is the the body of Christ where Jesus lifted it at that last supper that he shared. That last time in the middle of his rescuing act, he he took the bread and he, he broke it and tore it apart and he gave it to those of us who would follow. And he said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this and remember me. Remember that you are rescued. Jesus also lifted up the cup and he prayed a prayer of thanksgiving over the cup and he would give it to those of us who would follow. And he says, this is the blood of forgiveness. This is the blood of forgiveness of sins, of your brokenness, of your dirtiness, of your, of your shame, of your guilt. This is, this is the, the grace that you need. And Jesus rescues us by offering us the cup. And says, do this in remembrance of me. And so, Lord, we we pray that your spirit would move. That your spirit would move in our hearts and across these elements. That they would truly be for us the body and the blood of Christ. And that we would more than have a head knowledge understanding that we are rescued. But we also might have a heart transformation of what it is to be rescued. Lord, let this be the day. Let this be the day of your rescuing and lifting us. Lord, continue to give us the message that we stand in need of a rescuer. That there are many who are proclaiming, prepare the way for the rescuer because he's coming. And that the rescuer arrives on the day and lifts us to our salvation. Amen and amen. Jesus comes to rescue all, and so the communion table is open to everybody as we share together as we engage in this together. Those who are engaging um, online and electronically invite you to now take your, your bread and to eat and remember Jesus Christ and know that Jesus' body was broken and a sacrifice was made to rescue you. Also, invite you to receive the cup take your drink and know that it is blessed and it becomes the blood of Christ that you may know forgiveness and mercy. your all-encompassing love that meets us here, that is our Emmanuel, may we rise up from this table, Lord, and go like John the Baptist and prepare the way, prepare the way for your coming again and again and again. May we rise up from this table and go to serve and prepare the way and to Share the good news with others. That you come as a rescuer because we need it. Amen. Amen. Let's stand as we're able and sing together.
2: call your name, it's something we cannot
0: the assurance of being rescued in the name of Jesus Christ. Go now to call on the name of Jesus and to prepare the way. Amen. Amen.